What's up everyone and welcome to game day with the gurus where it is game day 24 7 365 we talk sports I am the wildcat guru the host of this show uh, yesterday I did Arizona versus Washington part one this is part two today obviously the Washington defense um, versus the Arizona offense I'm gonna break down the you know players to watch stats the strengths weaknesses of this huskies defense and i'm just gonna i'm gonna start shooting right out the gate this is a great bounce back spot for Jaden delora who had a bad game against oregon i mean not a horrible game but just not uh, not a good game either you know he had a very average game against oregon this is a perfect bounce back spot for this Arizona offense that uh, is averaging over 30 points a game they only scored 22 against Oregon um, they struggled against Oregon Washington's defense is uh, is vulnerable and uh, we're gonna get into all of it right now first let's start let's go let's start from the top the defense coordinator at Washington in his first year he was a uh, the uh, Montana Grizzlies, FCS Montana Grizzlies head coach Chuck Morrell. Um, and look, the, Washington's defense got off to a great start. Like, we'll go over the numbers against Stanford, against Michigan State. I mean, the, Washington looked like it could be a potential, um, you know, Pac 12 contender, like legit contender, right? And, uh, and then they went on the road. And they actually played somebody and they lost. And then they went on the road again to ASU and against a one in four depleted ASU team with the interim head coach and lost. Um, they gave, they've given up 40 plus points in back to back games. The defense has really been brought back to, 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 should I say, to uh, reality. Um, uh, yeah, so. Last game, Washington uh, has a glaring weakness, and it's in their secondary. Um, they have a lot of inexperience. Um, they have not figured it out. Their secondary problems are real. They miss a lot of tackles. Um, they're they're just they have talent. Like they do have talent in their secondary. They just haven't put it all together. Uh, last game against ASU, Washington played twelve different players in the secondary or 11 excuse me 11 different players played for washington's secondary against asu that is insane um they've used six different starting lineups in their secondary in six games six six different starting lineups in six games that just tells you everything you need to know like they don't know what they have uh morales obviously he's he's doing everything he can to try to figure out what combinations will work uh where to put his you know where to put uh his players you know so they can succeed right um and yeah so washington's four and two they lost the last two 
I always say, like, you don't know how good a team is until they go on the road. The hardest thing to do in college football and in college basketball is win on the road. Anybody can beat uh, a good team at home. Anyone can beat a bad team at home. Anyone can beat an average team at home. Like, upsets happen uh, on the road, right? Washington goes on the road against UCLA. They absolutely got destroyed. It was 40 to 32, but Washington scored 16 points in like the last like six minutes of the game. It was a blowout against ASU. They, uh, yeah, the defense was awful. They let a, um, I believe, Trenton Burdett from South Point, I think he was a walk on. They let a walk on freshman quarterback just carve them up. And uh, that's why I said this is a perfect bounce back spot for Jaden Delore, for Jed Fish, for the Arizona offense that has been good, that is good, and that uh, is very capable of putting up points in this game. Like this, this this is going gonna be a high scoring game. Um, the over under at Bear Rivers is like seventy three and a half. That's crazy. Um, so let let me let's let's go over some some. Uh, some stats right let's go over some other strengths some of their weaknesses i like to start off the show um with some just detailed statistics that's uh you know by now we're in what week seven so we really start we really at this point we we've seen the identities of a lot of teams and um uh, on third down washington's defense is letting teams convert 51 percent of the time that ranks 125th out of 131 FBS teams. They cannot get off the field. Like this defense is on third down. They just can't get off the field. ASU was 9 of 13 on third downs against Washington. That's killer. They've allowed 120 first downs in six games, 72nd most in the country. They're allowing 12.3 yards per completion to opposing opposing quarterbacks quarterbacks blah, 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 which ranks 75th in the country. The defense has given up 13 touchdowns on 21 trips in the red zone which ranks 54th in the country. Their run defense has been good. The strength of this defense is definitely the front 6 or front 7 whatever you know they have they run a, a 4-2-5 I believe. So the front six, their linebackers, their their edge rushers, their defense linemen, by far the strength of this defense. Their run defense is giving up 116 rushing yards per game, 3.8 yards per carry. That ranks 31st in the country. I believe that's second best in the Pac-12. I think they've only given up six rushing touchdowns all year. So their run defense has been pretty, pretty good. Um, Their defensive passing efficiency... So opposing quarterbacks' uh, efficiency ratings, um, so to speak. So it ranks 107th, their defense. Quarterbacks are averaging a passing efficiency of 146.21. That's, that's decent. That's pretty good. Um, quarter, quarterbacks have thrown for 13 touchdowns and six interceptions against Washington. Uh, they do have 16 total sacks. That's top 25 in the country. However, I believe half of those or almost half of those 
came in one game uh, against Stanford. They have 31 tackles for loss. Uh, that ranks 80th in the country. Uh, however, once again, I believe like 10 of those came against Stanford in one game. Um, statistically as a whole, they have the third best defense in the Pac-12, the 45th best defense in the country. Uh, but they played some cupcakes in the beginning of the season. Like Stanford is not good this year, right? Michigan State is really bad. Uh, they played Kent State, and I believe they played Portland State. So they played four teams that they should have beat, that they looked great against. Um, yeah, so couldn't really take a lot from that. And uh, it was a big overreaction to how good they really were. Now we've seen, you know, they're still a good team. They still have a good defense. Um, Secondary is not very good. Their offense is good. Like, they're still, it's still going to be a tough game for Arizona. There's a reason why Arizona is a two-point, a two-touchdown underdog. Uh, because the market still believes Washington is a good team. And, um, but they, it, you know, reality setting, they're not the... A Pac-12 contender that people thought they were. Uh, against ASU, a team that had given up 14 sacks, right? ASU had given up 14 sacks in five games. Washington has zero sacks, one tackle for loss, one quarterback hurry. That's that's it. That's, that's it. Um, those last two games, the defensive pass rush for Washington hasn't been good. The first four games, it was incredible. Last two hasn't been good. Like since conference play started, um, you know, they had a great game against Stanford. And then their next two on the road, they just really fell off. That's what kind of worries me. This game is at home where they've been, I mean, they've been excellent at home this year, right? So, uh, yeah, but. ASU was able to put up 45 points on this team. Uh, Arizona's offense is much better than ASU's. So it's just going to be a matter of execution. Um, Can Jaden Delore bounce back? Can these receivers get open against an inexperienced uh, secondary? And uh, really the main key factor in this game is can the offensive line pass protect, right? When, uh, When quarterbacks have time, to throw against Washington, they carve them up. Uh, ASU and UCLA had time in the pocket. Dorian Thompson, Robinson, Emory Jones, and Borget all carved this defense up. Right, uh, Stanford, they and he literally, um, God, I the quarterback's name for Stanford. I, I don't know. I can't remember his name right now. It's been a long day. He had no time in the pocket. I mean, he was getting sacked left and right. They had a ton of quarterback hurries. They killed Stanford. Same thing for Michigan State. Um, if Jaden Delore has time in the pocket, Arizona's been pretty good um, at, with their pass protection. Not great, but they've been pretty good. And Arizona's seen better defensive lines and better defensive uh, pass rushes than Washington's. Um, you know, Oregon's defensive line is was better than uh Washington's and Arizona uh fared you know somewhat okay until Oregon started bringing the house basically every single time um their starters their uh first uh, they have so yeah they run a 4 2 5 um and then they have a, a safety that plays the husky position he's kind of like a hybrid safety linebacker 
one of their defensive ends, Jeremiah Martin. He's a senior. He's been pretty good for them. Um, they do have some size, though. That's the one thing I will say. Like, the they have size. Uh, Jeremiah Martin's 6'4", 270 pounds. He's a senior, older guy. Been pretty good. Um, Tuatetli Fatua, he's their other starter, a defensive tackle, 6'3", 300 pounds. Uh, Tuli Letu Gessinoa, redshirt junior. Um, he's he's a 300 pounder at defensive tackle for them. And then uh, Braylon Trice, who's been really good for them. He's a sophomore, probably an NFL DN. Um, he's 6'4", 270. So they have the size. Like their ends are, they have NFL size defense ends. Their defense tackles are 300 pounds plus. Um, and, and like I said, when this pass rush is like on, it's been on. It's been a wrecking machine. Uh, but when they can't get to the quarterback, the defense is bad. Um, but yeah, so th- that's their starters on defensive line. Um, Zion Tupeloa, Tupeloa, he's a junior. Um, the uh, Husky fans and the Husky insiders like him a lot. He's been pretty good for them. Uh, he's 6'4", 250. Um, you'll see him a lot. Uh, um, uh, Ulamu Ali, uh, he's a junior. You'll see him. Uh, he's a big boy. Um, their run defense has been pretty good because of guys like him. He, he's 330, 340 pounds. He's a big dude. Um, they have a lot of big, just big, vicious, violent Samoans. And um, yeah, let's get to their linebackers. Their linebackers um have probably been the bright spot of of this defense starting with cam bright he is a uh he's a transfer he's new to this uh, team this is his first year with washington he's uh he's he's a you know a physical linebacker but he's more of like a finesse athletic quick he can get after the quarterback um he's six foot 220 pounds so not overly big you know not a huge um run stuffer but he he moves really well um alfonso uh tupatala has been really good for them he is another uh redshirt sophomore he's a little bit bigger more of a natural linebacker 6'2 240 pounds both of these guys have been really good for them um and then uh dominique hampton he plays the husky position as i referred to earlier he's probably the one dependable player in this secondary actually uh one of their other safeties um is uh two he's actually probably better but dominique hampton um i was talking to a husky fan and i guess they they like him they they can rely on him uh two out of five players in the secondary kind of um are trusted reliable proven the other three it's just it's been a mess for washington uh dominique six six three two hundred twenty pounds he's like i said earlier he's like a hybrid linebacker safety he plays the husky position um they'll use him a lot in run defense he'll blitz the quarterback um he'll uh he'll match up a lot with tanner mclaughlin uh tight end um he he's he does it all right usually when they have those uh those nickel safeties those hybrid safeties they kind of do a little bit of everything um so yeah he's uh one of the names to watch in the secondary the other is alex cook 
um, who's their leading tackler. Like whenever you have, whenever you see a defense um, that has one of their safeties, their leading tackler, that's usually not good, right? Um, but he, he, this dude's good. He's a senior. He's about 200 pounds, 6'1". Um, and yeah, he's, he's probably their best player in the secondary. Um, I know that uh, Jordan Perriman, he was a transfer from UC Davis. They thought um, he was going to be someone that could step in and be a DB1, be pretty solid for them. He hasn't. Um, he's listed as their uh, DB1. He's a, a transfer senior, six foot, 200 pounds. Uh, their um, other corner listed as a starter is Julius Irvin. And once again, the these guys might not even play in this game. In my last game, they had all they uh, played McCutcheon, who was like a, a walk on. I mean, they they it's a mess in their secondary. Um, but Julius Irvin is listed as one of their starting corners, six one one eighty, um, and then their free safety Cameron Fabakulin, six one one ninety, and and other than so so Dominique Campton and Alex Cook. Those are the two guys in the secondary that have been uh, pretty good for them. Everyone, they're, they're both of their corners. Um, Arizona's receivers should be able to have a field day. Like I said, this is a perfect bounce back opportunity for Arizona. And uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I don't remember the last time Arizona won a road game in conference. Um, wasn't last year because Arizona won beat Cal in Arizona, so maybe two thousand. No, it wasn't two thousand twenty either. So yeah, it's been a while. Like, can Arizona win a conference game on the road? Um, this this Washington team because of their weakness at, at corner. Um, their corners are young. You know that one of them's. You know they're. You got juniors. Uh, one senior. Um, Dyson McCutcheon played at ASU. I think he started. He's a redshirt freshman. Uh, JV on Green is a freshman. Um, Cam Williams Jr. Uh, McKeel Esteen redshirt freshman, and then Davon Banks redshirt freshman. Like these guys are young, completely just no experience uh, in that secondary except for the uh, husky position and one of the safety positions. Um, and then uh, Jordan Perriman, the transfer from UC Davis, he is a senior, but he just he hasn't panned out for them um, like they thought he would. Um, yeah, uh, Cook is, like I said, he's their leading tackler, 41 total tackles. Um, and then their three linebackers are the next three leading tacklers, which is good. Once again, like I said, probably the strength of this defense, their linebackers. Um, Cam Bright also has a sack and a half. He he can get after it. Like these guys can get after it. Uh, Trice, their defense end has been he's been great. Um, there's no no way around that. Like he's been really good. Um, I even I believe at one point he uh he had the best pass rush win rate in the country. Uh, per PFF, I think right now he's top five. That's Braylon Trice, their starting defense, and he has four and a half sacks already on the season. And remember, Washington last year didn't have a single player with more than three sacks. 
So he's already got four and a half. He's got 18 total tackles. Um, I believe he even has a forced fumble or... Yeah, so and once again in in, uh, in total this defense has 16 total sacks. A lot of them came against uh Stanford. Um and uh they just have a lot of holes. They they have so many holes and it's perfect uh, opportunity for Arizona to um to to bounce back and um you know, they they just have to focus on pass protection. The offensive line is going to be everything this week if Arizona's offense wants to be successful. Uh, Zion Fatui, he's um he's pretty good for them. You know he has a sack and a half. I think he's forced to fumble. Um, their linebackers rush the quarterback really well. Um, Tupatala Afonso Tupatala, one of their linebackers, he's got three sacks. So yeah, they 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 can get to get to the quarterback um they did it at stanford at michigan state however haven't really did they didn't do it against asu and um they did have a few sacks against um ucla but like look at the drop off watch i'm gonna so all right i'm pulling up the uh the games right here so against um let's see against uh ucla Right, so against UCLA, <clears throat> or against we'll start at Michigan State. Against Michigan, Michigan State, they had five tackles for loss, two sacks, a forced fumble, an interception, four pass breakups. Um, against Kent State, they had uh, five tackles for loss, one sack, three interceptions. Um, against Portland State, they had four sacks. Uh, they had. Um, they didn't have any interceptions in that game. And then against uh, Michigan State, they had uh, two sacks. They forced a fumble. They had an interception. Um, they had four pass breakups in that game. And then um, five tackles for loss against Michigan State. And then against Stanford. I mean, th- this defensive line went crazy against Stanford. They had 10 tackles for loss. They had eight sacks. In 10 tackles for loss against Stanford, they forced two fumbles. They had an interception. They had two uh, pass breakups. That is just an insane stat line. Um, and then you go to UCLA, and you go from having five sacks one week, six sacks one week, five sacks, ten sacks. They go to UCLA. They have two sacks in that game. Um they uh yeah two or no they had one sack excuse me so they had one sack against UCLA that's it one sack in that game um they uh they didn't force a, a fumble uh they didn't even force an interception they only had they were only credited with three quarterback hurries in that game um and then uh against Arizona State they had um they had no they had three tackles for loss they also had two tackles for loss against um UCLA they had no sacks uh, no forced fumbles they did have an interception late in the fourth quarter they only had one pass deflection in that game against a walk-on freshman quarterback only one pass breakup and one interception that's it that's i mean huge huge drop off 
when you know you're going from uh, having uh, a, four sacks, two sacks, eight sacks, and then the last two games they've only forced one sack. Um, they had ten tackles for loss against Stanford. The last two games they've only had five tackles for loss combined. So everything is going to hinge on uh, pass protection. That's everything. Like if these if this defensive line eats and these linebackers eat and they can get to Jaden and uh, like kind of what Oregon did, Arizona's not winning this game. Um, the Washington's defense is going to look great again. But this uh, it's kind of like a Band-Aid. You know, they they know their secondary is 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 inexperienced, vulnerable, and going up against one of the best receiving groups in the Pac twelve, right? So they I imagine they are gonna be blitzing like crazy, especially in obvious passing situations. Um they're gonna be running all kinds of different stunts, all kinds of different schemes, trying to confuse Jaden at the line of scrimmage. They're going to be doing everything to play to their strength, um, which is rushing the passer, uh, which is their, their big defensive ends, their big athletic defensive ends, their linebackers that uh, have been able to uh, get to the quarterback you know, successfully. Um, they're going to be doing everything they can in this game uh, to have a successful pass rush. If they cannot have a successful pass rush, Jaden Delore is going to have a game. He's going to he's going to kill it. He's going to have a, a monster game. And um I imagine that uh Jaden's um elusiveness is a key factor in this game because he is very elusive and slippery in the pocket. He's able to escape pressure. Uh, he's got good pocket presence great awareness like like he he is amazing at avoiding pressure and avoiding sacks getting out of the pocket um and i you know he's gonna have room like he's gonna have room to scramble in this game he's uh you know when Jaden, if Jaden can get out of the pocket uh, on you know plays where washington does collapse the pocket there's gonna be receivers open like uh, i imagine you know, because their run defense is, is solid. Like teams are running 3.8 yards per carry. They're not even giving up 120 yards a game. Their run defense is is good. Um, so I imagine we're, you know, Arizona is going to pass the ball a lot because that's their weakness. So it, that's why I said the, the main key factor is pass protection. Because Arizona is probably going to sling it 35 to 45 times this game. And um, yeah. So Washington's defense, that's definitely their weakness, is uh, their secondary, their strength, is their uh, front, their defensive ends, their linebackers. Uh, they're giving up about 27 points a game. Um, they, uh, they've only given up 841 rushing yards on 206 carries this season, 3.4 yards per carry. Like, that's pretty darn good, right? Only six rushing touchdowns. Um, they've given up a little bit over 1,400 passing yards, 13 passing touchdowns, uh, 7.8 yards per pass, per attempt. They're giving up about 240 passing yards per game. And um, uh, uh, they're giving up about 350 total yards per game. They've allowed 20 touchdowns. Um, and their third down defense has been awful 
it's literally one of the worst in the country statistically uh, teams are converting over 50 percent of the time on third downs um, they have forced uh i believe they forced uh, five fumbles and they've recovered two of those um once again they've had 16 sacks their red zone defense has been it's been all right it's been good actually i think uh you know they've allowed uh, 17 scores on 21 trips but only 13 of those were touchdowns so i mean that's pretty good you know 21 trips 21 times this defense has been in the red zone they've only allowed 13 touchdowns out of those uh, 21 times so they've gotten eight stops in the red zone in six games that's that's solid like I'll, I'll take that if i'm a head coach if i'm a defense coordinator you know that's that's a uh, over you know one stop in the red zone a game and you know that's crucial like any stops in the red zone is just absolute crucial um you know we saw if you're an arizona fan we saw how important that fumble was against you know arizona against oregon they got the ball first they drove right down the field they were at what the 19 20 yard line and you could just tell like they're they're gonna score on this drive this their offense is moving the ball oregon's defense um was was giving up you know chunk plays and arizona fumbles in the red zone on the first possession of the game the crowd is into it the momentum i mean everything everything would have would have changed i think in that game we arizona probably still loses but not as bad and uh you know arizona's defense gets a stop they get the ball back and then they get a field goal like it could have been 10 zip arizona's up the crowd's standing um you know the more a little bit more pressure on arizona uh, on oregon excuse me and uh, so yeah so washington's defense is is for some uh, stops um, and some field goal attempts in the red zone um, Arizona's offense last game wasn't good you know they they had two uh, their first two possessions they got right uh, if they weren't in the red zone they were right at around the 20 yard line and uh, they left with three points in basically two possessions in the red zone on their first two drives I think that was absolute just killer to this team after that oregon ripped off um three straight touchdowns before arizona answered and the game was just at that point the game was out of reach right but um yeah arizona cannot have those mistakes on the road uh, against a really good offense um and uh last we'll uh we'll we'll touch on um a few a few more things about this um washington uh defense um let's see what i add on my notes oh so they're they're uh turnover turnover margin excuse me so um once again they have a uh, forced uh they've recovered two fumbles um they've had uh six interceptions um so yeah they they forced eight turnovers this year in uh six games that's going to be another key factor like this game is um the reason why i wanted to hit on this the turnovers is um this is in a game like this where offense is going to dominate like the offenses are going to dominate in this game it's going to be a very high scoring game um and in a game where 
you know the opposing team's offense is probably going to score a lot of points on your defense, which is for both teams, right? You absolutely cannot turn the ball over. And when Arizona's turned the ball over, um, I think in, in their three losses, they've turned the ball over like, I, I can't remember the number, but it was like seven or eight times or something like that, nine times. In their three wins, they've only had like two or three turnovers. This is, I mean, this this is everything. If you give extra possessions to a Washington offense that is uh, top ten in the country, and you give a, a a team momentum on the road when you're already, you know, an average to below average team facing a team that is little bit better than you just absolute killer like if arizona has you know they could probably get away with one turnover if they can force a turnover or two but if they have like two turnovers yeah even if they have two turnovers in this game they're probably not winning unless washington has two or more turnovers like they have to win the turnover battle in this game if you can get your offense even one if you can steal even one possession in a game like this absolute crucial just crucial um you know you see those games where it's it's a uh, 14 to 10 so to say and the team that has 10 points is driving down the field and uh there's there's three minutes left in the second quarter right and uh, they get they're driving, driving, and then they turn the ball over, and the team with fourteen points now has the ball with the chance to score before half, and they get the ball to start the third quarter, and they score a touchdown to end the half, and then they score another touchdown to start the third quarter. That is just absolute, just a killer, killer, and um, that will. Uh, you know i think turnovers you know turnovers always usually always determines a game but as i said in a game like this where the offense is gonna dominate where both teams offenses are probably gonna score a lot of points you cannot give away possessions and uh, i just go back to that because arizona had three turnovers against oregon arizona had three turnovers against uh mississippi state and i believe arizona had two turnovers against uh california and they lost all three of those games um you look at the games that arizona's won north dakota state no turnovers uh, colorado no turnovers san diego state they did have uh two turnovers in that game so yeah in their lot in their three losses eight turnovers in their three wins only two turnovers so just that the, the most key factor um that that's it it's turnovers in this game um who can steal an extra possession or who can steal two extra possessions because of a, a bat throw and michael penix has not been good he had two interceptions uh, against UCLA very costly interceptions while Dorian Thompson Robinson didn't have an interception in that game um, UCLA didn't have a turnover in that game Washington did they had two interceptions 
and um, Phoenix even fumbled. They recovered it, but uh, yeah, so Washington lost the turnover battle in that game. Sorry, guys, that's my dogs barking, and then um, against ASU, they had that what Michael Penix, he threw the ball. It bounced off an ASU player's helmet. ASU turned that into a pick six. Just a crazy, just just one of those insane turnovers. But still, like, it's a turnover. That counts, right? Um, he only had one interception in that game um, against, uh, against ASU. Uh, they only had one turnover in general. Um, ASU did have an interception in that game. So, uh, you know, the, both teams had one turnover. Um, but that's why it was 45-38. Like, that, that was a very close game. Uh, I think the, the key, well, I'll do my key factors tomorrow. But, uh, you know, it, it clearly, it's going to be pass protection and turnover battle. Like, that's, if Arizona can pass protect and if Arizona wins the turnover battle, they are absolutely going to be in this game in Seattle. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Leave a, leave a five-star review. You know, I haven't gotten one in a while, so I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of itching for, for one. Um, but once again, thank you guys again for the support on Twitter, the retweets, the likes, all the comments, everything. It's all good. Um, hey, if you have me on Twitter, uh, you know, let me know what you guys want to hear. If you guys want to start hearing basketball, um, I'll start doing some Pac-12 basketball previews. Uh, if you guys want, you know, what do you guys want to hear? Hit me up on Twitter at Wildcat underscore Guru. Instagram at Wildcat underscore Guru. Let me know uh, what you think, what I can do better. Just, just let me know. Hit me up. Thank you guys again for listening. Tomorrow, I'll break down the game, give you a score prediction. Um, we'll get more uh, into detail. Uh, about how these two teams match up in general this game is uh in seattle arizona versus washington wildcats versus the huskies thank you guys again for listening have a good one